Hello, this is Level Up with Shay. I am Shay, and if this is your first time, I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, I'm also glad you're here. First, if you're not already, pull up the Instagram app on your phone and follow me at Level Up with Shay. I love bringing you funny content and wisdom from people who are doing the dang thing. I'm just here for the funnies. I'm playing my part, you know. DM me and say hello and tell me I'm funny. Thank you. On today's quick episode, Nikki Endress talks about embracing the darkness in ourselves through Xena Warrior Princess. So I must admit, I'm not perfect. <gasps> I know. But no offense, none of us are, right? We all have a dark side. And I don't mean dark as in we go and do terrible things, but the dark side is the doubt we have, fear, anxiety, insecurity. And sometimes that darkness causes us to not show up to write the first version of our script, a song, a book, whatever it may be, because we may not be perfect or think that we're good enough to show up. That's the dark side. And none of that is bad. So instead of pushing it away, it's important to embrace it. And I will say, I am definitely not an expert on this. My therapist can attest to that. But Nikki is here to share even more. Enjoy. I know how much you love Xena Warrior Princess. You have, I, I, I don't know what to call Chakram. it. What's that? Chakram. Chakram. Uh, Chakram in, in your background on the video. I, I want you to share with us why Xena Warrior Princess has made such an impact in your life. And, mm. you know, I'm sure there's a story behind Xena, right? And and something that maybe you've adopted a little bit of. So please share share Xena Warrior Princess with us. Oh gosh. I this could be this could be a week-long <laughs> seminar, Shay. I'm <laughs> okay. So I said I'm a non-religious person. So no shade. I do not mean to blaspheme for those of you who love Jesus, but Xena is my Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so so Xena Warrior Princess is a syndicated television show. You can see it somewhere. I think on sci-fi maybe runs reruns now and then. It's an action drama that's very self-aware and it has this wonderful blend of genuine serious drama and camp that's self-aware of its genre background. It comes from sort of a kung fu and horror movie. The creators kind of have love in those genres, so you get kind of all of that. And there's lots of homages to classic uh, films and tropes. It's, it was very 90s. I'm in love with it. It's, it got me a few times. And Xena was ahead of her time. This show existed at a time where we didn't have gay people on television. And Xena and Gabrielle, who are bi, canonically, everything was subtext. So it was like one of the only queer shows on television that said nothing about being queer because they couldn't. You know, they would have longing looks or the and and to be fair, it's like Lucy Laws and Renee O'Connor, the leads in this show, they were not aiming, oh, these characters are lovers. It was more like, I mean, the writers knew what they were doing, but the subtext line was so perfectly walked and that it was so subtle that if you were queer, obvious. But if you're <laughs> yeah. a network executive, whoosh, right over your head. I think that with the internet and awareness, well, and queer people on TV these days, the subtext by today's standards, like it, it wouldn't 
it's it's something so uniquely 90s. So it, it encapsulates sort of my teenage years. So Zeno's a little ahead of her time, not only just the television show itself for existing, but also the character of Zeno was very um, feminist, I guess, in the sense that anything a man can do, a woman can do. But it was also gave us that extra boost of a woman can do better. Like Zeno was the character that all the straight men wanted, all the queer women and straight women wanted and or wanted to be. And she always won. Like there was, it was one of the, it's like those good old fashioned, like before we had the anti-hero. <laughs> well, she was sort of an anti-hero. She was a dark hero. But um, before we had, you know, rooting for like Walter White, the bad guy to maybe succeed in his evil plan. We had good old fashioned heroes that, okay, Zena's been blinded and, and Gabrielle's been kidnapped. How is she going to get out of this? Oh, we know she's going to get out of it by the end of the episode. You know, so it's like, but that was part of the adventure, that kind of procedural, we always know kind of the order of things that are going to happen, which was very satisfying for me as a troubled teen, just knowing that for one 55-minute episode every Saturday for 22 weeks out of the year, I would have an adventure where the queer woman was going to kick ass and always win. That was just so important to me. And I didn't realize, I didn't internalize it that way at the time, but it, it was one of those things. But then also it's like the evolution of Xena, she originated as a villain. It's a redemption story. And I, I mean, I loved it just as someone who was dealing with, like now I know I have anxiety. So I'll just say it. Like I didn't know I had anxiety back then, but... I'm dealing with that, but I'd say like anyone dealing with addiction or someone who, you know, is a survivor of any kind of abuse that the idea of moving from the darkness to the light, but not, Zena never got rid of her dark side. She just claimed ownership Mm -hmm. over her good side, right? But with the internal world of Zena, it's not oversimplified. And that's what's so cool. We find her in melodramatic moments where she's fighting the king of hell. Okay, bad guy, right? <laughs> but Zena as a character is a mixture of, quite frankly, a talented warrior who loves and is good at killing people and a noble hero with noble ideals of uh, equality and fairness and justice who wants to be a champion for those who can't stand up for themselves or lack her physical prowess to be able to stand against those who would kill them and enslave them. So it's it's this mixture, right? And I, they even did an episode about this in the fifth season called Chakram, where we learn the origins of the Chakram. And anyway, there's I won't explain the whole plot, but there's this great line where Gabrielle, her best friend, girlfriend, wife, is like, <laughs> she's saying, you know, Zena's dark side, she was always kind of afraid of because Gabrielle's like the, the goody character. But after all these years of traveling and all the th- adventures they've had together, she's come to learn that it's an integral part of her and that it's the darkness is what makes her light so strong mm-hmm. and that she needs both sides to be the best that she can be. And I just love that. Whether you have an addiction or, you know, you're told that you're not enough or, you know, you're a survivor, I feel like embracing the darkness and then transmuting that into a positive thing is a story that can resonate with everyone. And quite frankly, it makes me like, it moves me. It's just, it's a really cool um, exploration of, you know, where the line is between good and bad and how many bad deeds 
or how many good deeds do we have to do to make up for all the bad that we've done in the past? Is simply being on the path now enough? Like for Gabrielle, that was enough. She believed, the moment she met Zena, she believed that Zena was good and that Zena had changed, that Zena is a hero for the millennia. But Zena always doubted herself, you know, and that even though she, in the fourth season, you know, they go to India, they get the spiritual awakening, and she realizes that, okay, the way of the warrior is her way, and that, yes, maybe she fights and maybe she kills people, but that's ultimately for the greater good. I love that, and just how much good do we have to do to erase the bad? Like, that hits hard, just because I, I feel like I've dealt with a lot of doubt, insecurity, or, you know, not good enough at this thing or, or whatever. And it also reminds me, like, Gabrielle, like, you need to have that friend who sees the good in you no matter what. Unconditional positive regard. Yeah, unconditional. I love that. So thank you for sharing, Zena with us. I'll be waiting for that PowerPoint. Um, put on a workshop or something. I mean, does that make anyone else want to go watch Xena Warrior Princess? Or at least Google it? Because that's what I did. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, got something out of it, feel like it's five-star material, please open up Apple Podcasts or Spotify on your phone and leave a five-star rating and review. And I will leave you with one quote from author Madeline Lingle. 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 I think I'm saying it right. Here it is. Maybe you have to know the darkness before you can appreciate the light. So let's get to know our darkness, y'all, instead of running away from it. It's not as scary as we think. Thank you so much for being here. It's time to level up.